The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Rev. Jackie Fernandez. And this is Rev. Jackie Fernandez of Voices of Unity. And today we are going to talk about living with passion, presence, and purpose. And I have a wonderful guest on the show today, author and intuitive medium, Shelly Wilson. Shelly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jackie. I'm so looking forward to sharing time with you today in your space. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I know we're going to have a great conversation because you did me the great gift of sending me a copy of your book, Embracing the Magic Within. And this book is phenomenal. So I just want to read your bio for our listeners, for those who may not know you. I know we've probably got at least one Matthew, our mutual friend Matthew, who's listening. So we want to give a shout out to Matthew. Um, he knows you, Shelly, and, and I'm so glad to, to get to know you more today. You're an author, intuitive medium, and conscious creator who is passionate about helping people wake up to their greatness. And Shelly supports others as they navigate their own journey into consciousness to experience aliveness. And of course, you can learn more about Shelly at her website, Shelly R. And Shelly is spelled S-H-E-L-L-Y R Wilson.com. Shelly R. Wilson.com. So embracing the magic within, you got to tell me what was your inspiration for creating this beautiful piece of work? Well, thank you so much. And and I will tell you the first to to just be very clear, I had the opportunity to go to Lilydale Assembly, which is a spiritualist community outside of Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. And I had just a beautiful experience there and interacted with the fairies. And I know some people may say, really, you know, are you, do you believe this? And I absolutely do. And, you know, had this moment and could see them, sense them, and so on. And what I heard in my head was that, you know, the magic is within each one of us. We we simply have to access it. We have to know that it's there. And so that was the basis for this. And I'm actually teaching a workshop online next week virtually through Lilydale because um, all the classes that are online, but I decided just to go with it. And Spirit, um, last December, they said it's time to do it, December of 2019. And so I was on it and I kept thinking, is it done? Is it done? And no, I kept getting more information. And then I turned it over to the gentleman that did my formatting at the end of uh, February and he was on it and that was it. So my concept, too, is to be an inspirational, empowering book. It's full of personal stories, inspirational quotes, words of wisdom. I do not have chapters, as you recognize, Jackie. And my intention was to just let it flow. And there are some separator pages with some power words and quotes and so on with some images. But otherwise, I, I do invite people to read it front to back. But also, you may just be guided to say, Spirit, you know, what do I need? to know for today and then open the book up randomly and that can be your message 
And it really lends itself to that. I mean, it's my favorite thing about this book is that it, it feels like a manual, you know, like the way it's organized, it goes through um, and, you know, introduces, describes the chakra system, different systems like that and like different spiritual concepts. But then it also keeps going into like application and there's a lot of creativity. There's opportunity to journal or to take, you know, little action steps uh, to really reflect on the content. And so I do, I feel like it's something that I can just kind of open up and know that there's going to be something there for me wherever I am. And or if there's a topic that I feel particularly drawn to, I can find it in this book. It's just, it just feels very comprehensive and it's not huge. It's not like a big, huge encyclopedia, you know, but but it's it's a hefty paperback, I'll say. And um, and it just feels very comprehensive. Like there's a lot in it that and I can just keep this like on my nightstand or, you know, at my desk or in my meditation space and, and really use it to, to prompt myself in any given situation. Thank you. And one thing I made a point is to have font that's easy to read because I know some books, the font is smaller and I purposely wanted people to be able to see it visually, um, which is part of why it is a, a little bit uh, more thicker than some other books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and it does. And, and there's space to write in it. And, you know, and I, I would probably be inclined to keep like a notebook, you know, with it and um, and be able to write on the notebook or even like in notes. I use my notes app on my iPhone a lot for, for those kinds of things, too, because then it's searchable. Right. And I can go back and find if I, you know, if I had kind of a thought. But, you know, I, so I'm just going to open it right now. Let's do this. I'm yes. going to open it right now. Okay, so I'm on page 214. You are beautiful. See yourself as the divine sees you. You are a beautiful, unique, and miraculous creation. So that's all one page. And then next to it, be your own kind of beautiful with a quote by Sonia Friedman, the way you treat yourself sets the standard for others. And then it goes into, you know, a personal story. So like, that's just an example. Um, so talk to us about, you know, your process for, for, you know, deciding each of the different topics and chapters and, and where you lent yourself personally into the work. Thank you. And I will tell you, I'm so grateful for Word documents and being able to copy and paste yeah, right? because the old way back in the day when we just had typewriters and, and had to write with that way or just handwrite, this is a great way where you can just channel information, let it flow through you, and then move things around as they feel necessary and feel like they're flowing more. So that is really my process for writing anything. It's like just get into a space where the words are flowing to me just start typing them and then I may need to adjust a little bit and so on. But once again, my whole concept with this book is to remind us that we have the power to create. And many people, when they think of the word magic, of course they have a connotation with that, but magic is the power to create. And going back to the unity, one of their principles, thoughts have created power to determine events and attract experiences. So my idea is we are creating that reality and we can definitely choose to live our life with passion, presence and purpose. And that starts with knowing that that magic is within each one of us. I love it. I love it. And that's so true. You know, I, I have a friend who will say, you know, which spiritual principle is magic? And, you know, and there can be sort of a, a trigger around that word because it can be, you know, sort of tossed about. 
and um, you know, like you talked about the fairies, and and it, it can be pulled out of um, that that sacred creation and that that power to be um, in co-creation with the divine for our lives, and and so you know, and then there's the sort of aspect of it can be sort of romanticized, and you know, we can all be magical beings, but without really deepening into what what's behind that you know, the truth that is behind that, that, that we can literally pull something out of nothing in the same way that, you know, the pattern of, for the universe, God creating has been set forth bef- before us and that we can pull into manifestation from the infinite wellspring of the divine, you know, anything that we want to manifest in our lives. Yes. And of course, we recognize that there's some things that just won't transpire, or at least in the manner that we hope. And this is where, to me, it's a wonderful concept to just begin manifesting also with feelings. Focus on how we want to feel and see what shows up for us. You know, too, Jackie, everyone has their own perception, their own perspective and beliefs, of course. And I feel that sometimes things are just a matter of interpretation. That's why we always want to see the blessings, see the silver lining within any challenges, because those are learning experiences for us. Yes. Well, I think, you know, and and it's really important to know what you're saying, that um, it doesn't mean everything we want will transpire. And, And to that, sometimes... I say, thank you, God, (laughs) 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 that the thing that I thought that I wanted that didn't happen in the way I thought it should happen. Thank you, God, that it didn't go that way. And, you know, instead I was, you know, when we stay tuned in with our guidance, you know, that we can be, you know, the path that we think we have started down can actually veer into, you know, very just wondrous and magical, I'll use that word, um, opportunities and experiences that that we couldn't see, um, you know, from that first step, that it really grows and blossoms with us as we stay really anchored and tuned into our divine guidance. Exactly. And I think what is so important, especially with everything happening around us right now, is just to become more present, to become more flexible, more adaptable, and really recognize, too, those things we do have control of. And I always like to remind people what we truly have control of is our own thoughts, our words, our actions, how we feel, and then also how we choose to respond. Yes so important you know that's one of the um things that you highlight you know at the beginning of the book is the power of choice yes and a lot of people feel like choices are made for us and many times yes that is true but we also have the choice of how we wish to respond to that situation yes and you know that important nuance between responding and reacting you know, if we are if we're doing it unconsciously, you know, we might be more inclined to just react to any given set of factors or circumstances, um, scenarios, relationships. But when we when we go deeper and we anchor ourselves, you know, into truth and into guidance and openness, then we we can shift into a state of response. Exactly. And even when you say it, it sounds so much different, doesn't it? React is quicker, a bit harsher. Response is softer. And I feel like the more that we do pause 
and breathe and respond, especially staying in that heart space and staying in that space of grace, things are going to be much different than if we react very suddenly. Yes. And so let's talk about passion because, you know, in that, like that, that, Passion can often lead us into that reactive state, right? Because we're passionate, we have big feelings and and big ideas and big intentions for something. And so we want to just boom, 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 you know, react. And and maybe we, we already have this sort of habit formed, or, you know, in certain situations that, you know, we have our go-to response, uh, reactions, I'll say, to keep it clear, <clears throat> you know, versus moving into um, a state of response where we can be more intentional with our our patterns, our words, our actions. But let's talk about that in terms of passion. Yes, and and of course, once again, passion will have different meanings depending on how we're using it, how we're looking at it. And so passion can definitely mean where we're excited and we are very much um, believe in something, we're passionate about it, but passion can also be knowing that we're tapping into that divine essence within us and what brings us joy and really tuning in more to what we love rather than just going through the motions and existing. So I feel like once again, you know, everything is energy. We have to realize our thoughts, our words, our actions, our energy. So sometimes that energy that we express, we are very passionate about it and that's how it comes forth. Some people may receive that energy as we recognize as being a trigger for us, or it may be very blunt or very strong. And once again, we can't control what someone else does or says, but we do have control how we respond to it. I love that. And in your tips to become empowered, which is also in the book, I, you see what I mean? I, it just like all of the topics that I need, you know, as a spiritually minded person are, are in the book, it feels like. And, um, and at least to a point where I can really dive in and, and take it deeper. And so when we're talking about passion and um, and response and reaction, the first tip to become empowered is to ground and center your energy while consciously bringing your energy to this present moment. And that's what you just said. Like, you know, when we're in a trigger, we're, we're typically not in the present moment. We're in some past or uh, or some preconceived future, right? That's what being triggered is. Right. And we're not actually present to what's happening in the moment. And so, you know, grounding and centering the energy and, and bringing our, our awareness to the present, what's actually happening now, then we become in that flow of manifestation and living here and now. And then we can move to response to what's happening right now, as opposed to the patterns that, you know, have existed in our lives before and, and, and our reactions to those different triggers. Exactly. And and I think, you know, with everything, once again, happening around us, that we, because it is unknown, uncertainty, there is a lot of fear, a lot of heavy energy. To me, if we become more centered, more present, choose to be more adaptable and flexible, we're going to be able to flow with whatever situation arises. And this is once again, where we respond. And to me, empowerment is once again, choosing to be in that power within ourselves and not giving that energy to someone else or something else. I love that. And, you know, yes, we are all in this sort of collective crisis, you know, this global pandemic. And 
it's it brings with it in my experience and with people that I've talked with um, exhaustion. You know, there's an exhaustion for constantly having to manage an inflow of information as well as, you know, all of our normal routines have been broken and and hopefully by now it's been long enough that we've redesigned our normal you know, what what the new normal is for us. But there is um just a level of exhaustion for, for trying to keep up and manage the heightened stress right now that's like this layer on top of everything that actually is, you know, so let's talk about that a little bit, and especially in terms of passion, you know? Yes. Well, so many people are sensitive to energies and many don't even realize it. And to me, when we're empathic, when we're sensitive and we're tuned in and sometimes we don't want to be, this to me is a reminder how important it is to take care of our health physically, mentally, emotionally, and energetically, for sure. And that's why I talk a lot about practicing that good energetic hygiene. And, you know, once again, I want to mention, too, that uh, when we think of 2020, this is something I was talking about, and this is actually mentioned in the introduction of the book, but 2020, as we know, optically speaking, is all about clear vision, a time to get clear, a time to gain clarity. And then when we look at numerology, 2020 is a universal four year, which is a year that invites us to return home to ourself. It entails building a future for ourselves that aligns us with a more stable and secure life. It's all about self growth and creating our own reality. So I did not foresee this experience showing up in the way that it did. But to me, once again, this silver lining is a time for us to really become more aware of who we are, what we want, what matters most. And that also involves what we're passionate about. I love it. I love it. It kind of just has my mind going in a couple of different directions. Um, so we, we're talking about passion and presence. So let's link those together right here in this particular spot. Yes. So presence, as we recognize, is being present, but it also means becoming more of your presence. Once again, we know and just using social media here for a minute, a lot of people are very outspoken and use those platforms platforms as a Mm -hmm. means of expressing their beliefs. Mm -hmm. And I think it's wonderful. I think that it's so great that people feel safe to share. But I also feel that especially for those people that are sensitive to energies, it can be very exhausting. So we want to practice that disconnect as we need to. And sometimes that's disconnect from technology or news so that we can connect more to ourself, more to source, God, consciousness, and so on. And so presence is knowing our presence in this collective, but it's also being present. And once again, what we are passionate about, know that we are planting those seeds, but sometimes those seeds can feel a bit disruptive or triggers once again to other people. Yes, I love that. So, you know, with passion, it, it, our passion can be a sort of presence. And and then the, I think what you're sort of tapping into is that deeper presence that is also located in like this moment. 
exactly and and bringing the awareness and that deeper um that deeper presence to like this moment so it's not just about you know being a big presence in the world or you know having a you know all of my thoughts and beliefs on the on the outside on my sleeve or on my you know plastered all over social media but but being a centered again and grounded presence that is is fully now and, and here and now and and letting passion come forward from that Exactly. And one thing I want to mention, because I've seen some people share that if you don't express your beliefs, then you must be for the other. And my thoughts on that is no, some people are just choosing to be more conscious of their time and energy investment. So rather than making assumptions, and I I am a huge fan of the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, which as you will recognize, Jackie, I've mentioned Mm -hmm. it several times Mm -hmm. in this book. But to me, those four agreements are great um, principles for living life as well as the unity principles. And to me, this is that reminder, you know, don't make assumptions, don't take things personally always do your best and be impeccable with your word and all of that goes together yes i love it he's a friend of the show i i had him on i guess it was almost a year ago now it was last august um and yeah there's so much wisdom in that and and too like the, the concepts that he works with are really good for bringing us like to this moment and and into what's what's present what's here what's now and and really expanding awareness out of what's being triggered and and into like just this space right here and who am i and and what am i doing and what am i saying and what am i thinking it's very powerful Yes, and we're all the ripple. We're all creating yes. a ripple. So what ripple do we want to create? So great question, because I just turned to page 98, which says, let love lead. Exactly. And I got chills ripple, with that. Right? So there's the ripple. And, and I <laughs> yeah. feel that sometimes love can come across a bit harsh, you know, if we mm-hmm. practice tough love. But I feel like the intent is just to let love guide us in our thoughts and words, our actions to the best of our ability. And once again, some days may be easier than others, but it's always a good idea. And, and I'm hearing to say in my head too, you know, we don't want people to think that everything's always great and good and positive because as humans, we're going to experience contrast. There's going to be some days that are absolutely amazing and some days we're ready to get over and move into a new day. So I think once again, it's our attitude and and this other teachers may talk about that you're spiritual bypassing or, you know, this isn't Mm -hmm. a good thing. And once again, to me, that perhaps is, is, you know, their perception. But my idea is once again, to just be authentic to the best of our ability to speak our truth. And in have integrity and just know too, once again, that everything is a drop. Everything's planting a seed. It's creating that ripple and so on. Mm, I love it. Let's talk a little bit more about spiritual bypass. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, the, the idea with that too, is that, you know, there are people are discounting what people say, or they're avoiding a topic, or they're trying to put more of a positive spin on it. And my thoughts are, you know, once again, people are operating from their level of awareness. And I know there's some people that would come in and and give a psychological diagnosis. I know some terms seem to get thrown around very common now. And 
my idea too is once again we all have free will we all have the power of choice we have the ability to discern what resonates with us and what doesn't so to me the more that we don't give our power to someone or something else become more empowered begin tuning in more once again to what is right for us that that's going to help us tremendously yeah, I love that. And, you know, and to be real clear about spiritual bypass, it's it's not to say that, um, well, let's see, how do I want to say this? Um, the idea, like in this example of letting love lead, you know, spiritual bypass might be um, to just, well, I'm just, you know, as happy as can be and, and I'm just going to love everybody and everything everywhere and and move on about my life and my day and, and nothing's bothering me, nothing here. And and but what's not true you know there, there's not That's a truth not true. in that it's right. not true right. because and you can see that this person is clearly in pain and suffering and and sort of and it becomes an internalized violence to to not be with what's actually true and what's actually happening and and to be with the pain and and um and to move through that and so that we can move into a deeper experience of love that's that's true and coming from that empowered place of spirit as opposed to, you know, forced, a forced attitude, I'll say, um, you know, on the psyche and on the self. So I think it's, it's important to, you know, well, we can't determine for someone else if they're spiritually bypassing, <laughs> you know, we may have a sense right. of it, you know, through observation and, and especially if we know someone, but, but, um, you know, to, to say, well, you're just a spiritual bypass and, you know, all of that is, is really not our business, um, other than to be present and to be, you know, supportive to one another. But, but it's important to talk about, I think, because sometimes, you know, when things get sort of, um, extracted when, and when a deep spiritual truth, an idea like let love lead gets extracted, um, without all of its depth and all of the spiritual work that it really takes to, to do that, um, then we really put ourselves at risk for a spiritual bypass and, and the teachings can sort of be taken out of context. And then it just becomes like an attitude and well, I'm going to manifest a parking lot and you know, all these sort of surface ideas when, when, and when really they're meant with a lot of depth. Exactly. I love, so what you have under let love lead is choose to see love, choose to be love, choose to give love, choose to receive love. And of course, the roommate quote, what you seek is seeking you. You know, those are those are big things. You know, it's not just a, you know, a decision necessarily in the moment to to give love when, you know, someone is is giving everything but love to you. Like in that moment, there's there's some work that goes into that. That music means it's time for our break. So we're going to take a break and then we'll be back with author Shelley Wilson. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to Voices of Unity with Reverend Jackie Fernandez. 
And we are back with author Shelley Wilson, and we are talking about living a life with passion, presence, and purpose, and especially highlighting Shelley's new book, Embracing the Magic Within. And so we've been talking about passion and presence and what it means to really ground ourselves in um, what's happening now in this moment so that we can bring the full fullness of our presence, our spiritual presence, and our um, even personality and just our, our entire self to the moment and to any experience. So let's talk uh, about purpose. You know, if I were going to add, let me say this real quick. If I were going to add a fourth P, it would be practice, right? It's practicing yes. passion, practicing presence, practicing purpose. So it's not like a one and done kind of deal, right? This is something we arrive at moment by moment. Absolutely. And I believe as humans, we are a work in progress. So everything Amen, is continual. And, um, you know, the, the idea when we think of purpose is a lot of people begin asking those questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? And to me, those questions are the keys that unlock the door to more, unlock that door to consciousness where we're really tuning in and learning more about that higher power and what is around us and what is within us. And I know I get many clients that'll ask me, you know, what is my purpose? And I always bring the question back to them after I say, well, first of all, your purpose is to have a human life experience. That's why you're here. So what do you choose to do? And the more that people begin, once again, listening to their heart, tapping into what brings them joy and doing more of that. And, and of course, as we recognize, sometimes our lives seem that we are going through the motions. We feel like we're on autopilot where we're doing the same thing every day. And once again, Jackie, with this world situation that we're in, all yeah. of that has been shifted, right? Because yes. those things that we did on a day-to-day -day basis, we're adapting. And sometimes we feel a bit inconvenienced. Sometimes we're frustrated. Sometimes we're just overwhelmed. And once again, this is where we have to honor all of those emotions as they arise, rather than just feeling like I've got to put on that happy face and everything's great, we'll get through this. To me, we've got to be able to share what we're feeling and definitely have that support. And sometimes that support is talking to a medical professional. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. I love that. Um, you know, it's so funny because I've, I've, as you know, I've got the book in my hands and um, as you were talking, I opened to tune in, which is what you're talking about. Yes. But I had already <laughs> bookmarked Be Adventurous. So, like, I've got these two open, tune in and be adventurous, literally, as you're talking about tuning in and being adventurous. <laughs> I love that. And, and it is great. And that's what we think of as synchronicity and definitely yes. thinking of, too, how we get those messages all of the time. And that's part of becoming aware and a conscious and awake. We're able to tune in. Just I want to share just a quick story. But this happened yesterday and um, I got a delivery from UPS and I went out to get it. And, and this man was so excited and he's like, um, do you know me? And I, I took a look at him and in my head I said, Spirit, what's his name? And um, he's he's like, I'll give you a hint. We went to school together and I've been out of school for a long time. And I heard his name in my head and I spoke it and he was so excited that I knew who he was. And 
I that wouldn't have even come to think of because I haven't seen him in like 30 some years. So I think the more that we ask questions when we need that assistance, we tune in, we trust what's coming through. And this could be a situation like that or it can be with anything that we're doing in our day to day life. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm a I'm a mother. I have children. So that practice of tuning in, you know, to, in order to really connect with the kids, two teenagers and a toddler. Wow. Is, yes. It's is, is a real <laughs> gift, you know, because you know, they're, you know, both age groups are, are not really great at communicating <laughs> what's right? actually going in, you know. And I mean, they, they communicate a lot, but not necessarily, you know, with with um, that fullness of their of their presence and what's happening. So that really, you know, being able to tune in and and listen behind what's being said or expressed is such an important thing. And to be able to do that for ourselves, too. You know, I may be saying these words or behaving this way, but but what's, let's tune in deeper and let's get to what's behind it. Exactly. Really a gift for self. So and, I love this. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, and this is something, you know, we can do with anyone we come into contact because whether it's people in our immediate space in our family or it's people that we just come into contact with briefly or anything like that, but we're always getting inspiration and messages. It's a matter, are we listening? Are we tuning in? And then are we trusting? Are we receiving that? Mm-hmm. Yes, trusting and receiving it. Beautiful. So there's a quote on the Be Adventurous um, chapter, which is not really a chapter, right? Right. (laughs) Portion, we'll call it the portion (laughs) called Be Adventurous. Um, There's a great quote by Neil Donald Walsh. The point of life is not to get anywhere. It is to notice that you are and have always been already there. There is no such thing as an incorrect path for on this journey, you cannot not get where you are going. I love it. You cannot not get where you are going. Yes. And I I feel that too, that, you know, sometimes people feel stuck or sometimes people get discouraged. And once again, going back to what we talked about earlier, Jackie, is the concept too, that what is unfolding in our lives, what we're intentionally consciously creating, but also just what we're experiencing, what we're being observer of. To me, that's part of our human life experience. I love it. And it's like in kind of what you're saying, too, is that our purpose is unfolding. Like it's it's in the lived experience of what we're doing. It's not necessarily like like what Neil Donald Walsh is saying here. There's not a destination. There's not a purpose somewhere over there with, that we need to get to. It's it's right here in us, with us, as us unfolding in real time. Yes, exactly. And there's so many instances that we are a part of, once again, where we're planting the seed, creating that ripple that we don't even know the effect Mm. that our presence had in that moment. Yeah, that's so true. So true. And what a gift, you know, a gift to not know, (laughs) but also a gift to trust that 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 is true at all times, that that we are um, constantly contributing to the greater experience of life. Exactly. And I think that um, because what I'm hearing right now to to share, too, is, you know, sometimes the harshness that we see, the heaviness, uh, the fear, energy and so on, you know, are those people intentionally creating that? Probably not. You know, probably that they are just 
once again responding or reacting from their state of awareness, what they're choosing to do. And to me, once again, when we use the concept, let love lead, we're being able to see things from that higher soul perspective. We're having a better understanding of how our actions and words have an outcome. Yes. Uh, um, I wanted to get to, um, so like it seemed, it feels like at the beginning of the book, and you could say more about this, you know, like you start with kind of the chakras, you talk about numerology a bit, about the years and, and the numeric meanings of years, and it's almost like you're laying a foundation for, you know, you go into meditation for different types of spiritual practice and ideologies. Is, is that Yes. Sort the, of section one, if you would. Yeah, the, the whole concept. And there's actually at the very beginning, this is a table of contents. So I did kind of section it out um, where it's giving people an energy awareness, understanding, because I didn't want to talk about chakras at some point in the book without giving an understanding of it. Um, another area is time to shine. Magic is the power to create walk your own path, let love lead, connection, invest in you, be here now, grow your spirit, embrace your aliveness, communication, zone in on Zen, and embrace the magic within. And I was guided to also to ask some of my colleagues for some contributions. And I posed them the question, how do you embrace the magic within? And what I love about what they share is they have their own perspective of what magic is and how they're embracing it. Yes. Yeah, it's it's really great, and it it feels like foundational. Like it gives me something to, um, to you know to look at and sort of get on the same page with you about as I go through the rest of the book. And um, I, what I want to get into a little bit here, if um, if you agree, is the practice good energetic hygiene. Yes, idea that is to me huge, primarily because we are spiritual beings having a human life experience. Everything is energy. So we know these experiences can create energy in our energy field, especially the ones that are heavy or fear-based. And to me, this is why we want to practice that good energetic hygiene. We want to clear our chakras, clear our auric field. We want to ground and so on. So these tips are definitely... Um, basic tips, anyone that has an understanding of in, uh, energy will already know about this. And then I have people also that say, I don't believe in any of that. And I'm like, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. I honor your beliefs too. But to me, I know that when I intentionally practice these, they're going to help me function better. Yeah. I love it. And, you know, and it, let's talk about that a little bit, you know, when, because like the idea of like, I don't believe in that. You know, it's not, I don't know, um, it's not dogma, right? It's not like a, you're, you're not laying out a religion or a dogma or a creed. Um, you're, you're talking about an idea. And I think it's it's important to have, um, well, I'll say it this way, it can be beneficial to have yeah. an openness to different sets of ideas because it's it's all about, you know, at the core, I think of any sort of structure, whether it's the chakra system or the 12 powers that we talk about in unity, um, it's, the, those are structures for 
engaging our spiritual practice and concepts and ideas because what we're all talking about is the unnameable, right? Right. <laughs> the, the unnameable, indescribable experience of the divine, of God. And and it's impossible to, um, I don't know, be, we are such diverse expressions of God. We are such diverse expressions that it would be impossible to have like one set of, of concepts or ideas to, to explain, to name, to describe the indescribable, unnameable. And so when we, when we talk about energy, it's like, we're talking about one aspect, one experience. And, and if it doesn't work for you, as my favorite saying in unity, you take what works and leave the rest. You don't, you know, there's no one who's saying, well, you have to believe in this. You have to understand this and you have to use it to get closer to God or, or to be your best self or live your highest potential or, you know, whatever the goal is. Um, But it can be, so I would just invite anyone listening who has like an aversion or maybe just some sort of reaction resistance to any of those concepts of chakra or energy or to, to just, just to breathe into that a little bit and to, if we can expand the idea about it, about those things to, these are, these are structures that, that might work for us to experience something. And, you know, like chakras for me really help me connect with my body. And, you know, I'm the type of person who can really stay in my head. And it's important for me to, you know, as a part of my meditation practice and spiritual practice to get connected to my body. And the, and the chakra system helps me do that in a really profound way. It does not interfere with my connection to God. It doesn't replace my connection to God, to spirit, but it, it allows me, it gives me something to ponder, to reflect on, um, when, when I'm in that space, when I'm in that prayer space and in, and just in my body. Yes, I think you've stated it so well. And, and the thing is, as we recognize, there are once again, so many beliefs, there's so many modalities, so many concepts. And once again, if we receive and choose that this is something that resonates with us personally on an individual basis, then we can accept it. And if there's aspects of it that it's like, yes, this I don't really agree with, I'm going to set that aside. That's okay. That's Mm -hmm. the beautiful thing that once again, you take what you choose, what, what you wish to accept and then let go of the rest. And, and why wouldn't I want to have all possibilities, all tools in my toolkit, you know, to manage this human experience. Exactly. You know, it's, it's kind of how I, I feel about it. And it's, you know, and it might be that I use, you know, this specific modality or idea, set of concepts and, and work with them for a time, for a season. You know, there's a season for everything and then lay it down. Maybe I come back to it or maybe something integrates as part of my ongoing practice. Um, so, you know, I, and I'm just looking at this page that says clear your aura and, and kind of, smiling because you know I'm sure some people are like oh right okay clear your aura but but also I'm like right at the very base like don't you know when somebody walks into a room and and they're upset don't you just know that you know can can that not be the extent of you know an idea like so let's think about this let's get into this a little more what's happening energetically what's happening between me and this person without any words um and maybe even not obviously by the look on their face, what's energetically happening between us that I can tap into their aura, what they're experiencing and, and be connected to that in a way. Why wouldn't I want to work with that as right. you know, part of my spiritual practice? Well, for the, the other language to use for the aura, that would be our biomagnetic field. Yeah. And so when we realize that 
around our physical body, around our hands, all of our organs have their own biomagnetic field. And the HeartMath Institute has done many studies on the heart's biomagnetic field and how we feel and sense this um, energies before our brain registers it. Mm -hmm. So knowing that just a simple idea of visualization, once again, that we're clearing that auric field, and it can be also swiping our hands as if we're doing a dry wash to mm -hmm. clear that energy. Yeah. It's it's our belief in it, once again. Yes, yes, yes. and the intention behind that, like you, you talked about before with feelings, right? We, we bring our belief, our feeling, our mind, body, and, um, and spiritual fortitude, if you will, into that experience. Well, something's going to shift, you know, and, and I love that science is catching up to spirituality. Exactly. You know, we finally are developing the tools that can measure some of these concepts and ideas. I think it's really beautiful. Yes. And the, the other thing that is coming to me to share as well is a lot of people focus on the ascension process. So that is where they're ascending being human. And to me, we're human. So part of why we're here is to be fully human. And once again, this is really connecting with who we are. It's becoming present. It's having this human life experience, feeling the emotions, having these um day-to-day -day activities and, and things getting shifted and also how we're responding and all of that. So if we think of life even as earth school, that we all chose to sign up and have an experience, that changes our perspective as well. Oh, it really does. And it's, you know, I think what you're sort of tapping into is that authentic living, you know, to be authentic. Like we are, we are here. We aren't, we aren't ascended masters. We're we're literally here on earth right now. And so let's, let's be here. Let's, let's do this thing called life, right? Let's walk yes. the, the path, walk the journey and, and not, not run sort of trying to with, you know, like the intention of getting out of here, like let's be here. And, and that brings us back to that presence, right? Passion, presence and purpose exactly. and, and what it means to really live authentically. And I, I just love this manual that you have created to, um, you know, to be a, a guide, to be a light on the journey, to be a tool that, that we can use. So talk to us about, you mentioned workshop next week. What else do you have? Do you, do you give workshops on a regular basis? What's, I know, I mean, things are all weird right now. You know, our, our in-person events are being canceled and everything's kind of going virtual, but. Right, right. Yes, I do um, travel and this year, everything that was going to be on location is now virtually, um, but I am teaching a couple of workshops next week through Lily Dell Assembly. Dot org and one is embracing the magic within this the other workshop I'm teaching on Tuesday is self-care for light workers and empaths so anyone that may be interested can access this workshop and attend it live and and otherwise I do offer private sessions I have the books available as well as some cards that I've created one set is the empowerment cards I took all of these pictures myself and then they have a positive statement connected to it and you can can ask the question, what do I need to know for today? Or a specific question and then pull a card. And then I also created a deck of cards to accompany this book. And it's called, they're called clarity cards. And to me, they're power words. So you can just once again, say, what do I need to know at this time? And see what message there is for you. Ah, such a gift, such a gift for the world. And I think especially right now, wow, self-care for empaths. 
and energy healers is is so critical because <laughs> talk about essential workers, right? Yes, <laughs> and people who are working overtime right now and and really being that um, front line um, service and and healthcare for for us in this in this unprecedented time. Um, I imagine that workshop is possibly full, if not filling up quickly. Actually, um, I have no idea who has registered because everything is through Lilydale. So I may get a heads up in advance, but I have a feeling that um, there is still space and anyone that is guided can join it. Wonderful. What a beautiful service. Well, I just appreciate you so much being on the show today and and sharing this work. And I wonder if you would like to close us with... um, with a prayer or with a blessing or some, some final thoughts about, you know, the gift that is like, if you were to um, identify a nugget that's in this book, and I know there are many, but yes. you know, maybe the core nugget about living with passion, presence and purpose. And share yes. that with well, us. what actually came to me is on page 320 and 321. And in the book I've written, strive to observe more and judge less, respond more and react less. Have more faith and less fear. Focus more on love of self and less on sabotaging of self. More on establishing better boundaries and having less resentment. More on inner peace and less on the outer chaos. More on clarity and less on confusion. Passion, pursue your passions. Presence, be present. Purpose, embody all of your human life experience. And then I've got a quote by Osho that says, each person comes into this world with a, with a specific destiny. He has something to fulfill. Some message has to be delivered. Some work has to be completed. You are not here accidentally. You are here meaningfully. There is a purpose behind you. The whole intends to do something through you. And with that, Jackie, I want to say thank you also to you for your work that you are doing, being that light for so many, especially with this platform and for all of the shows that are on Unity Online Radio. All of you are making a difference and you're being that light for each person. Oh, thank you so much. Well, it is a real joy and gift to to be a host of this show. I get to talk to so many amazing people like yourself and who are doing wonderful work in the world. And, you know, it just really is, it's a gift for me and a blessing for me to to be in this role and um, and to and to create, you know, a space for voices in unity, especially at a time when it just feels like so much is working against the idea of unity and, you know, to be able to highlight the good that's happening and is really so prevalent in the world and to do so in a deeply profound way and in a way that hopefully equips people to to take these ideas and, and to walk, you know, add them to their own beautiful path, you know, in their lives. And, you know, next week we're going to have um, a show on the Enneagram, Awakening Your Divine Nature, which is going to be a powerful conversation with Reverend Nian Bung. And uh, we'll be talking about using the Enneagram to deepen our spiritual practice, um, because as we liberate ourselves 
from unskillful patterns, much like we've been talking about today, that don't serve our highest potential. We experience more peace, love, and joy in our lives. We are less fragmented, distracted, and can look at ourselves compassionately, feeling a greater sense of connection and belonging to ourselves, our communities, and the world. And that's what it's all about, right, is is being in that place of connection. And like we're talking about now, really, that lived experience of unfolding our purpose and, and doing so in a way that is awake and aware and conscious so that we can, you know, be the light for each other as we all journey home. So I just am so thrilled that you were able to be here today, Shelley. And again, your book, Embracing the Magic Within, can we order it from your website? Absolutely. And it's also available on Amazon in paperback and as an ebook. Awesome. So ShellyRWilson.com uh, to learn more about Shelly, her workshops. I'm sure we, um, I know that they're they're through another center, but I'm sure you can get to them from your website. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And and you have um, you have the deck of cards, and you have another book. Yes, I've written 28 Days to a New You, Connect to the You Within, and Journey into Consciousness, and then Embracing the Magic Within. Also, as I said, I've got the cards of empowerment and clarity cards. Oh, yeah, I think I'm going to have to look those up. (laughs) Those keep calling to me. I I keep reading about those. And, you know, so embracing the magic within. I love this. I'm going to go for the next page after what you read 320 and 21, 322 is embrace the magic within. You matter. You are enough. You are worthy of being seen and heard. You are divine. You are magical. You are special. There is a reason you are here. You are beautiful. There is no one else like you. You are so talented. You are perfect just the way you are. You are a creator. And so my my blessing for all of the listeners today and those who may be listening in the future, that you take those words in, really take them into your being as you design and create your life, living with passion, presence, and purpose, knowing that you are the one unique expression of God created to be just as you are. The world needs you, the world loves you, and the universe has your back, and so do we. I always invite people at the end of my show to tune in and tune up in spirit until we meet again next week. And I'm just going to ask us to take that in, tune in and tune up in spirit as each of us walks the path of adventure set forth before us by our own creation and by design, by the one holy presence in the universe. And so it is. Amen. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.